0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDIC. Hello, Marlins fans, and welcome to this edition of Big Fish Small Pod for Friday, July 21st, 2023. And if you are new to the Small Pod, here we'd like to give you all the information about the Marlins for that particular day, all season long. In 10 minutes, or less and marlin's fans in this episode of the small pod i will be recapping but has been a not so great um, past couple series for the fish i've they have dropped two straight series and not just dropping um two games in either one they have been swept in both theories since the All Star break, starting off with the Baltimore Orioles, which going into that game might have been expected because the Baltimore Orioles have just been a juggernaut um, this entire season, including as of late, just recently, uh, trading for uh, Oakland A's pitcher Shintaro Fujinami, uh, which should help that bullpen with already guys like your cano and, and Felix Bautista. But the Mormons cannot handle the Orioles. And then had to go to St. Louis, a team that has been um noted as sellers. This deadline looked to be sellers' this deadline. Took three games from the fish. Uh, this was not really expected. Uh, I don't believe a lot of people had it as their um series prediction. The Marlins um losing that series and especially three games getting swept was not ideal for the fish at all. Um, it was really painful to watch those games, just the way the Marlins performed um, just really throughout, starting off with Sandy giving up uh, four runs in the first. Swing, fly ball center, Myers on his horse, going back, track ball, and it's gone! Three-run homer for Gorman. It's just a hang and up. That is not the pitch you want to throw to Gorman right there. It is close to impossible to try to make that up um, throughout the game and the Marlins tried to but it was just not enough um, Sandy finished six innings eight hits four earned runs seven K's two walks so he gave up um, those earned runs um, in the first and nothing um, in the other innings which is we've seen a lot from Sandy he might give up four runs in the third um, he'll give up three in the second and then everything else is literally perfect zeros and uh, it, the case again but the marlins cannot do it uh when you give up that many runs early in the game you're playing from behind you 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 falter you, the marlins not look like they wanted to be there um their last game they knew giving up the four runs they were practically out of it already they just wanted to end that game and go back to miami which we are here today they will be starting in a series versus the colorado rockies but it's just not been great at all for the marlins um, just looking at some of their bright spots, it is just kind of nitpicking what can even be seen as a bright spot. Um, you go some of the pitching, I would say one might be Eddie Cabrera, him coming back, pitching five innings, one run, two hits, six strikeouts, and three walks, with two of those walks coming in the first inning and limiting to just one walk the rest of the way. Um, Eddie looked good um, in his start. I guess a Cardinals lineup, only giving up... Um, the home run or I should say um, the other runs that the hits and everything just coming up from Edward Cabrera but I believe he, he look at it he had a really great um, first start since the injury um, giving him five innings was just an adequate perfect number for him you know not want to go too much especially against the St. Louis lineup but they did see the pro game prior um, walks again three walks about what you're going to get from edward cabrera with, along with the six strikeouts so relatively a pretty uh decent start from eddie cabrera him coming back Marlins are going to need him desperately if they want to beat buyers uh this trade deadline and talking about that trade deadline let's move another bit to a kind of a different um Deadline the deadline of signing draft picks, which I should be a couple at least a week away. Um, the Marlins did sign two draft picks and two of their top guys. In the first round pick, Noble Meyer, agreed to a 4.5 million dollar deal, according to Craig Mish. Significant underslot deal. Um, looking at that deal for the Marlins really benefits them in their attempt to sign um, Thomas White and uh Travis Dietrich. Um, who is committed to play at FIU, the the high school arm? To see if the Marlins can uh, can convince him to come play for them in the pros. And then with those, um, with that signing of Noble minor just way under slot, um, it saves the Marlins around one million dollars, which again will go hopefully to Thomas White and Travis Dietrich trying to lure him. Um, but signing him under slot valued like that is really great to see. Um, from the fish what they've done there and another under slot value was Kep alderman his slot value was around 1.83 and the Marlins signed him for 1.4 again savings around $400,000 so the Marlins would have 1.4 um, extra you should say uh, dollars to spend on their um, on their signees on their draft picks including the ability to go five percent over the bonus pool um, they're gonna need that to sign Travis Dietrich um, the high school arm and Thomas White, who I believe his um, slot value is around 2.3. He will probably ask for a million more. And if the Mormons want to sign him, which looks like they do based off or really want to sign him, we'll go over the slot value, including what they've done there with the $1.4 million um, saved. Looks like that will need to be going to Thomas White or at least $1 million. $1 million of that to be able to grab that prep arm um but going back to the marlins starting a three game uh set versus the rockies i will be at the stadium along with kevin talking all things during the game about the rockies about the marlins recapping it for you covering it live on twitter but if it's just not been great for the marlins um you can all just 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 hope that the marlins try to to get back in this Hopefully sweep the Rockies, which they will need. They will have to sweep the Rockies. If not, take two games. You have to take two no matter what. Because after that, um, it's going to be a little bit difficult um, for the Fish, including you go to Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, two game set against the Tampa Bay Rays. We know how the Marlins have been against the Rays. It has not been pretty going to Tampa against... Again, one of the better teams in baseball, if not the best team in the AL alongside the Baltimore Orioles. You saw how the Marlins failed against the Orioles. Now you're going to play at Tampa. It's it's going to be a little difficult um, for the Marlins to try to do that. But we'll do that um, once those games uh, do come closer. But just overall, uh, coming out of the All-Star break, it has been, I believe, a little worrying. You should say, I could say, just, just worrying in terms of the Marlins are, are kind of just they, they banked their wins in the first half they got the wins that they needed to against teams that they should have been teams like the a's um like, like the cardinals in that july 4 series um teams like that um had should have beaten and then when you come back this all-star break after this break the schedule is tremendously difficult um for the marlins you have teams like the Yankees, you have the Astros, you have the Philadelphia Phillies at the trade deadline. It's a four-game set starting before the trade, line, trade deadline and finishing after it. That one is going to be very interesting to see how the Marlins try that as they do play a game, 31st, the 1st, the 2nd, and the 3rd, to see how the Marlins try to do there. Uh, but it's just very difficult. Um, again, with the Rays, you have the Tigers, which again... It, it, the team threw a no hitter just a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, again, they're, they're a very streaky team. Not, you know, b- bottom of the a- NL Central, uh, AL Central, but you know, was at the bottom of the AL Central. Now they're third. It, it's a team that, that's very streaky that could get the Marlins trouble. And then again, the Rangers, arguably the best team in baseball, easily the best offense in baseball or at least the al to go alongside the atlanta braves um at cincinnati one of the youngest teams in baseball electric team ellie de la cruz yankees astros dodgers padres ouch ouch Marlins are gonna have to have to be at least 500 if 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 they think if they want to get to the playoffs they have to get at least 500 but coming up to the trade deadline again um the Rockies the Tigers it's gonna be and then the Rays and it, with the Phillies but the Marlins are gonna have to, to to cook something up um the Marlins need a trade they need to be buyers they need to salvage um a series versus the Rockies and they need to take at least one against the tip of the Rays if they want to see themselves as buyers because as of right now obviously they want to be buyers but the way they're playing it's it's going to be very difficult they're teetering on the line. It's a good thing that they banked some of their wins early on in the season because right now they need it and they needed it badly In my opinion, I believe the Marlins are gonna take that series and they will be some new players coming in at the deadline because I have hope for this team Um, Hopefully, you know guys like Sandy could bounce back. Luis Arias has kind of had a rocky start um, to the all-star break but you just turn things around. You just gotta have one good series, one strong series to turn everything on its head. And this is what's gonna be it's gonna be the Rocky series. Hopefully, they wanna turn everything around because this team needs to be a buyer. Miami needs a playoff Marlins team. Thank you. And as always, this has been the Big Fish, Small Pod. Go fish.